if you've got a cat, then the chances are at some stage you've been pulling your hair out because they're fussy eaters. They might be picking, they might be fine one day, and then the next day you need to feed them something completely different. Well, in today's podcast, I want to talk about how to feed a picky cat, how to feed a fussy eater, and give you a few steps to actually prevent that from happening in the first place. But before we get started, if we've not met before, I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health podcast, where my aim is to bring you information all about helping you and your cat live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if you're not already. Also, if you have enjoyed these episodes and you've listened a few in the past, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a review over on iTunes. Um, it helps so much with other people discovering this podcast. Okay, but now that's out of the way, let's get into the episode. Oh, and just one more thing before we get going. I forgot to turn my microphone on when I recorded this, so apologies for the poor audio, and I'm just recording this quick clip on my laptop speaker as well. So poor audio all round, but the information is the same, and hopefully you find it really helpful. Have you got a really fussy cat? Are they really picky when it comes to eating and you're just tearing your hair out trying to get them to eat? Well, in this video, I give you 13 ways for how to get a cat to eat, as well as discuss how to prevent them becoming picky and fussy in the first place. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from rpetshealth.com, helping you and your cat to live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if that's something you're interested in. Now, it's really common that I hear in the consult room that um, a cat is really fussy, they're really picky, they don't eat very much, and it's very easy to just get so frustrated with that. You buy one food, they seem to like it, and then they just go off it completely. You buy another one and you end up with 10, 12 different foods in the cupboard that your cat just won't eat, you know, unempty, uh, unfinished bags, and it's just a nightmare. So what's the problem? How can you get a fussy cat to eat? How can you get a picky cat to eat? Well, the first question to ask is actually, are they hungry? Now, that might seem like an obvious question, and you know, you might think that your cat doesn't eat very much, but actually, our cats aren't very big, and the, the food that we give them can actually be quite energy dense, especially if you're feeding a dry food. So it doesn't look like much that they're eating, but it's actually more than they need, or more than enough than they need to, to keep them going. There's a real obesity epidemic at the moment, and it's actually the owners of a lot of overweight cats who say to me that their cat isn't eating and they don't eat very much. Well, clearly, if your cat is overweight and they're not losing weight, then there's no problem. They're getting more than enough energy than they than they actually need. And and as a general rule, if your cat is eating every day, if they're not losing weight, if they're otherwise bright and happy and behaving normally, then more than likely there's no problem at all. They're eating all that they need to. They may even be eating more than they need to, and you don't need to worry about them being being too picky or not getting enough not not getting enough energy and nutrients from their diet. So the next question we need to ask before we think about how to get a cat to eat is are they healthy? So clearly if there's a disease process going on then that might cause your cat to lose their appetite and that's something that we really need to address the cause before we kind of start looking at the strategies for getting them to eat. So it could be that they've got terrible dental disease and so they stop eating because of the pain that they're in every time they take a, a mouthful. Now it's amazing how much 
pain that they can put up with. So don't take the fact that just because your cat is eating um, that their, their teeth must be fine. I've actually discussed this in a separate video that I'll link up here and down in the description, but having advanced um, tooth root abscesses and that kind of thing can, can definitely cause a cat to go off their food. Equally, they could have an intestinal problem, so something like pancreatitis, which is actually quite common and can be quite challenging to diagnose in our cats. They might have advanced kidney disease, they might have a liver problem, they might feel nauseous because of um, inflammatory bowel disease or something like that. They might have an infection elsewhere, they might have a cat bite, you know, whatever it is, if they're unwell for another reason, then that might cause them to stop eating. So if your cat is really not looking very happy, if they have got kind of a change in their normal character, then getting them checked over is a very good idea before you start thinking about how you can get them to eat. Okay, so let's jump into the 13 ways for how to get a cat to eat. And at number one is simply get them hungry. And what this means is that if you've got food down all the time for your cat, then they're just kind of picking and they're grazing, they've got ad-lib feeding. That's never a good thing because you're not gonna be able to control their appetite, their hunger. They're, they're not very good at controlling how much they eat, so you're more likely to get an obese, overweight cat, which comes with loads of problems that I've discussed in the video up here. But just get them hungry, so withhold any food for 12 hours. After 12 hours, your cat is likely to be hungry and it's much more likely to accept whatever food you put down. Now, a word of warning here, if you do have an overweight cat especially, but any cat, you really shouldn't starve them. So in my video that you might have seen all about how to get a picky dog to eat, I do say kind of a hungry dog will eat. Now, in some cases, cats can really actually starve themselves until they get something called um, hepatic lipidosis or fatty liver disease, and that can be fatal. So we don't want a cat to go without food for more than 24 hours. Starving them for 12 hours though is perfectly safe. If your cat, however, hasn't eaten for 24 hours, especially if they're overweight, you should definitely take them to your vet. Step number two to get your cat to eat is to think about the type of food bowl that you're using. So cats can be very sensitive when it comes to flavor, and if you're using certain plastic or metal dish, then that might be adding flavors to the food that your cat doesn't like or smells that your cat doesn't like. Also, how shallow or deep the bowl is. So some cats, if it's a deep bowl and they're having to kind of reach their head down right into it, they won't like that, it will brush against their whiskers and they it, it's thought that they may develop a real sensitivity and that can cause actually pain in their whiskers if that's a regular thing they have to do. So think about what the food bowl is made of, consider changing that and potentially using a more shallow bowl feeding in a dish or something like that so that the whiskers aren't touching the sides is another thing to consider. Okay, strategy number three is to think, are they a social eater or they do, do they prefer to eat by themselves? So cats tend to be one or the other. If they're a social eater, then actually just kind of stroking your cat, petting your cat while you're offering the food can really be all that it takes to get them started. If you've got a solitary eater, then that's clearly not gonna work and just leave them to it. Put the food down, take a step back, leave them in privacy. Um, watching them is going to stress them out and it's going to stop them eating. So consider is your cat a solitary eater or do they like company? Okay, step number four to make sure your cat is eating and isn't being picky is to avoid something called food aversion. So this is especially important if they're unwell and they're feeling nauseous or they're not wanting to eat for any other reason. The last thing you want to do is force your cat's face in the food, leave it there, really try and kind of ram it down their throat, syringe feed them, that kind of thing, because what will happen is that they'll actually develop a real aversion to that food and they'll never want to go near it ever again probably. So we definitely don't want to do that. 
when you're trying to get a, a picky cat to eat, a fussy cat to eat, especially if they're unwell, you want to offer them some food, you know, give them some time, kind of 10, 15, 20 minutes to see if they want to eat that. If they don't, and you're, especially if you're using the other strategies, then actually take it away, give them a break. Um, especially, this is especially the case as well if your cat isn't moving away. So if they're kind of hospitalized in a, in a cage or if they're on crate rest for whatever reason and they're not going away from the food, then just remove it for a few hours. Let your cat recover, be in a, be in a situation where they don't have their food kind of right in their face and they're less likely to develop this food aversion and so more likely to eat. Okay, my fifth step to get a cat to eat is if you're changing their diet to do it slowly. So we want a slow transition very often people will change diets for one reason or the other because they kind of like the look of a different brand or maybe they've got to feed a specific prescription diet. If you just kind of go from one thing to another, then it's very likely that they won't eat it or it will take them a long time. They'll be very picky to start with, very fussy to start with. So to avoid that, we just want a slow transition. So often with cats, it's over a course of about two weeks. If you've got a really fussy eater, you know that they're less likely to kind of accept a new diet, you know, maybe stretch that out to over four weeks if, if that's an option. And you just slowly increase the proportion of the new diet while reducing the proportion of the old diet. And then once that two weeks or that four weeks comes around, they're eating 100% of the new diet and none of the old diet. Okay, step number six is to keep the food fresh. So if you feed your cat on a wet diet, don't leave it out for hours getting dry and manky. Your cat's never going to eat that. There'll be flies coming around. We definitely don't want that. Equally, if you've got biscuits, don't leave it down um, or use a really old bag that's been exposed to the air and the biscuits have gone stale and potentially have gone a little bit off. We want to be using fresh food. That's going to be much more appetizing to your cat. And remember, cats really are discerning and they will not eat something that a dog might otherwise think is perfectly acceptable food. Okay, step number seven, again, especially if your cat is unwell, is just to start trying to feed something that you know your cat likes. So it might be that ideally they'd be fed a certain diet or you'd avoid a certain um, ingredient in the food, whatever. But if you start with something that you know your cat likes, once they are eating, they're more likely to then be able to be transferred onto something more appropriate um, and start eating a reasonable quantity. So just start with something that your cat likes. And step number eight is to use a topper. So just sprinkle something on the top to make the food more appealing. So that can be a few different things. It could be a little sprinkle of chicken, a little sprinkle of tuna. It could be um, some cheese. So um, kind of grated Parmesan cheese is something a lot of cats will use. Um, something called Fortiflora, which is a probiotic powder um, is also very appealing to cats so just kind of sprinkling something on the top again to get your cat eating in the first place and then very often once they're eating once they've started to eat a fussy or a picky cat or one who doesn't want to eat because of illness will actually kind of almost remember what they're supposed to be doing and start eating properly okay so strategy number nine is to take advantage of the fact that cats are really smell orientated when it comes to appetite and when it comes to eating and so using really strong smelling foods can help stimulate their appetite and get them eating. So that could be a strong smelling fish, for example. Um, the next way to, to get them to eat 
to again make the smell even more appealing is to actually just warm that food up. It will be, you know, you want to, you don't want to be too, too hot and burn your cat's mouth and that's something to really consider if you're using the microwave to warm the food up because that will often result in hot spots within the food. So if you're warming the food up in the microwave, you know, make sure you just leave it to sit for a little bit and that's why kind of when we cook something it's advised to leave it to sit so that you don't get those hot spots that will burn the mouth and cause all kinds of problems. So um, yeah, using strong smelling food and warming that up can really help. And then the next step is to actually hand feed your cat. So that can involve um, just kind of popping a wee little bit on your finger and getting them to, to lick it off, holding a biscuit in your palm and feeding it out of your hands. That's especially going to work if your cat is a social eater um, and a little bit of time just spent with them, hand feeding them, you know, maybe stroking them as well like we discussed can make all the difference to get them going and get them eating in the first place. Okay, my final strategies for getting a picky or a fussy cat to eat really involve or really for cats who are sick. So the first one is to use appetite stimulant. So that could be something like um, tazepine is often something that we're using quite a lot now. It's um, something that's quite easy to give um, and it works very quickly. Cyproheptadine or periactin is another thing that we can use. It's an antihistamine. Uh, it does take a few days to start working, so it's maybe not as, as ideal, but it may work in some cats, whereas the metazepine doesn't work in other cats. And then diazepam is something that we can give. That tends to be more of a hospital situation because we can give that by injection. It works very well, but it's kind of very short acting. It works at just that time it's given. We don't really give oral diazepam tablets because there is a risk of causing liver problems, um, but there are definitely some appetite stimulants that we can use. And that might be in the short term for a cat who's um, kind of acutely, suddenly unwell, but it might be in the longer term as well if your cat has got something like um, chronic kidney disease um, and their appetite is generally a bit poor, then giving them an, uh, an appetite stimulant either, either all the time or just now and then when needed can make all the difference. Okay, and then my final way, and it's probably the most, well it is the most extreme way to get a, a fussy or a picky cat to eat, is, or it's more for a cat who's not eating at all, is to actually use a feeding tube. So um, that could be yeah, a cat who's not eating at all for any length of time, um, if there's concerns with fatty liver, or if they have already got fatty liver, if they've got maybe um, severe trauma to their mouth, um, you know, that means that they're not going to be able to chew and swallow, then, you know, there are lots of different reasons when we could use a feeding tube. And that can be a little tube that goes in their nose. Um, that tends to be very short term and it can actually be quite difficult to feed them through that because the diameter of the tube is very narrow. Or it can be a tube that um, actually goes kind of through a wee hole in their neck that then goes kind of down just to before the stomach that we can feed them through. That's something that, well, that sounds a little bit um, kind of scary and invasive. It's something that's very simple to place. Cats tolerate it incredibly well um, and um, they yeah they accept feeding through that way very well as uh, too and that can be done at home as well um, after a few days of maybe your, um, your vet feeding them in the clinic and then the other tubes that we do is actually go directly through the side of the of their tummy into their stomach directly and again that's something that's very tolerated and it's probably the best option for really long-term feeding if there's any reason that that needs to take place so okay, so those are my 13 ways to get a fussy cat to eat. 
but how do we avoid them becoming picky in the first place? And the first way to stop a cat becoming a fussy eater is just to don't chop and change all the time. So it's fine to rotate through foods to give your cat a little bit of a variety and actually can be beneficial if you're feeding a little bit of dry food, feeding wet food, you know, it's something cats can become kind of real dry food junkies. So if you then need to feed them wet food in the future, it becomes really challenging. So feeding different consistency foods is great, different textures, but don't chop and change every day. And if you are changing, don't do it because your cat is turning its nose up or something. What you want to do if your cat's not eating and you're worried is take up any food, give it an hour or so and then put down something different because that way your cat's not going to associate refusing food with getting something different and actually if you're doing that then they're training you to give them something a little bit tastier that may not be quite so good for them. Okay the next step to prevent fussy eating is to not feed ad-libs so don't have food all the time just feed regular small meals it's then more likely that your cat will be hungry and it's more likely that your cat will eat the food that you put down. Okay, so the next way to prevent a fussy eater is, as I've said before, don't feed just dry food. So make sure you are feeding a little bit of wet as well, even if you're not rotating through lots of different, different flavours and textures. Feeding a wet food and feeding a dry food together is you know, very important. Um, the other reason that a wet food is important is because it does provide a lot more moisture for your cat um, and that can be very beneficial in certain situations and can be great way just to get extra water on board. Um, and I've discussed ways to get your cat to drink more water um, in a separate video that I'll link up here. And actually feeding wet food is my number one, um, my first suggestion. But if your cat has only ever eaten a dry food, then actually feeding them a wet food can be quite challenging as I've already mentioned. And my fourth way to prevent your cat from becoming a picky eater is to feed them a good quality food. So if you're feeding a really kind of rubbishy, low quality, cheap food, then my analogy is that's a bit like chocolate, whereas the better quality food might be more like lettuce. If you gave those to a child, they're going to eat the chocolate. They're going to get a real taste for that and you're going to struggle to get them to eat the lettuce. And it's the same with a cat. If they're used to eating a really poor quality, really fatty, really salty food, you know, they're really tasty, but you're then going to have trouble getting your cat to eat something that's of much better quality um, just because you want a normal, just because you want a general diet change or because they need to switch to a specific diet from a health point of view. So stick to a high quality food and you won't go too wrong. Okay, so I hope those points help you get your cat eating and help you answer the question of how to get a cat to eat. Um, if you've got any comments, if you've got any questions, you know, I'd love to hear from you in the comments section down below. If you've tried any of these strategies and they've worked for you or they haven't helped so much, again, I'd love to hear. Um, if you've got other strategies, if you've got other ways that you've got your cat to eat, again, you know, I'd love to hear from you in the comments down below. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family. So have you tried any of these techniques to get a cat to eat? I wonder what's worked for you? What have you tried and it didn't really make any difference? Did you think your cat was just a fussy eater but actually they were unwell when you took them to the vet? I'd really love to hear from you. Just head over to the show notes, um, leave me a comment and yeah, I'd really appreciate that. Um, but really that's it from me. This is the Our Pets Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Alex and until next time, take care.